When my father was working a case, he used to say he was going underwater. A case had him by the leg, and sometimes both legs at once. When he wasn't underwater, Raymond Paul Sloan, or RP to those unlucky enough to know him, taught me the facts, the etymology of place names on the island, the life cycle of lakes and canals, the meaning of the word archipelago, that my name, Aaron, means from the island to the west. I learned that deep water is dangerous. Not only could a person drown, but it's a well-known phenomenon that rescuers drown alongside them. So I tried to stay away from drowning men, but it was a lesson that never stuck. Although R.P. had quit undercover work when I was in grade school, he was a phantom parent, an unclaimed seat at the dinner table, an empty chair beside my mom at school recitals. The only proof of his corporeality were the empty cans of rolling rock lined up on the coffee table, a TV set left on, a toilet seat in the up position. Try as I might to resist turning into someone like him, I was spending most of my recent days in a liquid fugue, only I wasn't an investigator. I wasn't even much of a journalist anymore, except when I was writing for a glossy monthly magazine supplement called Inside Island. Long-form crime features that you could sort of sink your teeth into. Mostly I was at coffee shops, the kitchen counter, or bars until happy hour, churning out numbing copy for real estate agents, insurance companies, even school newsletters. I rotated bars in and around Suffolk County, largely sports bars around Massapequa with names like Patty Power, careful to avoid being a regular anywhere. Life had become an ellipsis between the decade-long mistake of my 20s and the life I wanted. It was duty that brought me back to the island. Months ago, I'd given up my apartment and my life in Brooklyn to care for R.P., moving into his split-level bungalow on Oceanside Avenue. There were only three suburbs between Massapequa and Southport, a 30-minute drive dependent on traffic, but they acted as a kind of geographical and psychic buffer between my past, which after all these years was almost like a lucid dream, an intense hallucination I could put down to youthful excess if it hadn't left so many physical scars. Denise, my editor from Inside Island, must have smelled my desperation, the animal ambition underneath my all-day antiperspirant and the Dior poison that I had been wearing since the 90s, because she was promising me a big story, something substantial. It was something close to hunger that resurrected me that morning and drove me, still half-drunk, to the Lyrebird Cafe in Rockville Center to meet her. I wanted to become a lifer, a guaranteed full-time gig with Inside Island. Even though the fastest route from Massapequa was the Southern State Parkway, my GPS told me there was an accident on exit 37N, which meant I had to drive down Southport Avenue, past the train station that was just blocks away from Roosevelt High, my old high school. At the lights, I looked out at the now fenced-off old res, as locals called it, a dried-up catchment filled with old soda and beer cans, scrap metal, and, according to the adults, hepatitis. Aside from some new fencing and a different billboard, the old one had featured the obese man who got skinny on Subway holding his old fat pants grinning. It looked the same. The res backed on to Southport Station. I was surprised the place was still there. 
In freshman year, a classmate of mine, Linda Bauer, was dismembered from below the armpit to the groin while clambering up an embankment onto the track, wasted on wine coolers. All the local papers, the floral tributes, acrostic poems that enshrined her picture, L is for lovely, I is for inspired, and so on, forgot that she was N for nasty, D for diabolical, and A for autocratic. Her death became an urban legend, just one of many in a community that felt like a socio-cultural cul-de-sac. I used to think that I'd escaped Southport, but as I got older, I realized that I'd simply absorbed the town into my system, like when I ate a nickel as a kid and never saw it reemerge.